Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! So today is April 26, 2022. It's a Tuesday, and it's beautiful outside right now in the lovely Central Florida, the Sunshine State, at 11.20 a.m. I had... A lot of dreams last night. I fell asleep at a decent hour. I took a lot of melatonin and I fell asleep at a decent hour. But this morning, oh my God, 6.45 a.m. Restless leg syndrome. And I knew I was going to have it because yesterday I ate a lot of sugary foods such as pastries. Pastries are extremely bad for you. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah. to boot it up. Um, and so I, anyways, uh, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay! A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens, right? Um... And I had it and I knew, I knew, I thought to myself, this is going to cause me a problem in the morning, but I did it anyway. Um, and so today I'm up a little bit early. I'm, I'm following my, here's what I do. When I have a bad restless legs morning, there's only one answer to restless legs syndrome, okay, at my level. And that is I get out of bed and I move around. And when I can sit still, I sit still. And then when I have to move around again, I move around again. And when I get tired, I treat myself in a very, very, very compassionate and kind way. Because restless leg syndrome, it is, people don't fully, I really hate talking about it with people that don't have it. People that don't have restless legs do not fully grasp, and even people that have it. I don't think fully grasp the gravity that it is not just, it's not even in the legs. The restless leg syndrome is not in the leg. It's in the brain, okay? It comes, it's in the brain. It's a brain perceiving something, okay? It's not really there. It's, a, it's a, like, a, like a phantom thing. So um, like no matter what you do to the leg, have you ever noticed it doesn't change anything? That's because the sensation is in the brain. And it's a nervous system disorder. And it is a mental health issue. Especially for people who have had it for a really long time. It is a mental health issue. At any rate, it's a mental health issue. And I'm going to explain that now. Because... Um, I think I'm going to make that what this podcast is about today because I could go on about some political things and wars and Twitters and twats and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to. I'm going to talk about the thing that's most important to me in my world, and that is that I have restless leg syndrome, and it's a mental health problem. And it's a mental health problem because of the restless legs and because of the damage that was caused to me 
by the medications that I took without knowing that they were going to cause me damage. And believe me, I would have taken them anyway. So um, let's talk about the first part of it. Why, how is restless legs a mental health problem? Well, I'm sure that the obvious part is a lack of sleep. But it's so much more than that. Okay, lack of sleep can be frustrating. Yes, indeed. And not sleeping because you're uncomfortable in the bed is extremely, I don't know how to explain it. People with restless legs know it is very frustrating, annoying, incomprehensibly torturous to just like my biggest fear in the whole world is being confined in a room where I can't walk around because of my restless legs. Like being forced to have to lay down for you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. Eight hours would be like the most serious kind of torture there could be. So, um, so restless legs, mental health, because first of all, before even taking the medications, there's the whole issue of this. Whenever I want to sit down and relax, I'm uncomfortable. And over a period of time, this wears on your mental health. It causes you to become irritable, causes you to become all kinds of uh, what do you call aversive behaviors. Aversive behaviors are when you try to avoid things that are that cause you discomfort. So people that avoid laying down, avoid sitting down, avoid, you know, where is that going to lead you? Okay, I'm not going to tell you where it led me. It led me to great discomfort and great mental health anguish. Then there is the deeper part of it which is to say that restless leg syndrome is a disease of the nervous system. And the nervous system is connected quite literally by definition to mental health. Mental health in my definition is all of the health of the body that relates to the mental part of health. And since mental health is related to the brain, which is a central nervous system component, I would have to say that anything in the central and peripheral nervous system that affects thinking, affects um, mood, affects anything involved with the mental processes, and mental processes are many in the, in the brain, okay? Conscious thought, unconscious thought, attitude, mood, um, Anything related to nerves, like pain, sensations, okay? It can be physical and mental, okay? I will call that a mentiophysiological type of a thing. But anyways, um, so yeah, the deeper part of it is what is causing the restless leg syndrome is also, okay, the mental health issues are a direct um, result of restless leg syndrome behavior, as in staying up late at night, being uncomfortable, these things cause mental health issues on their own. However, unbeknownst to the person with restless leg syndrome or the people around them, 
the same disorder that is causing the nervous system malfunction, it feels like restless legs, is actually malfunctioning in the brain. Okay? When I eat sugar and I get restless legs, it is not because the sugar is going to my leg. The sugar is metabolizing and it is causing a reaction of chemicals in my brain, not in my leg. The brain then perceives a nervous sensation in the leg, but the nervous sensation is not coming from the leg. It's coming from the brain. So like if my leg was chopped off, there's a very good chance I would still have the restless leg sensation because it's not in the leg, it's in the brain. So therefore, the same thing that is causing the malfunction in the leg is also degrading my mental health at the same time. If people don't really fully realize that restless leg syndrome is a mental health problem and it is the same thing that causes the restless leg syndrome causes, it's causing a malfunction of the nervous system and it's not just in the leg, it is malfunctioning in the brain. And the result of the discomfort and the behavioral changes and the lack of sleep also affects mental health. So the mental health of a person with restless legs is getting a double whammy, all right? So there you go. That's the physiological, like, I'm not going to like dig up science for you. You can go look it up. I am a sufferer of restless leg syndrome. and I'm telling you what is happening to me. And I have, believe me, I'm up all night. <laughs> I got plenty of time to research stuff. And I do. And I'm very obsessed about restless leg syndrome, as you can tell. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. And I realize, you know, I have many, many epiphanies throughout the night, and I realize that it's part of the nervous system. The nervous system is part of the brain, and staying up late, being uncomfortable, like this morning was just so uncomfortable. I can't even tell you how uncomfortable it was. And if I allow that discomfort to dominate my existence, my thought processes will become so negative that it would be impossible to get along with me. And if you go onto the Restless Leg Support System group on, on Facebook, you will find a lot of very angry, disgruntled people. And they don't understand why they're like that. And it's because, yeah, they're struggling with restless legs and they think that the struggle is, what do I do about my leg? But really, you gotta change the whole way of my my whole way of thinking i have to be conscious of okay it can't just be oh i have restless legs i can't eat sugar blah 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 i have to be aware that it is a mental health issue i have mood swings anger management problems depression all these things they are connected not necessarily the cause of or because of but connected to the restless leg syndrome because it's all part of the nervous system and the leg sensation, I'm telling you, it is not, it's not like I stepped on something and I feel, oh my God, I stepped on something in my toe. The sensation is in the brain, all right? It is a malfunction of the brain, which is why 
things like um, magnesium and iron and ferritin and dopamine-related things help because the dopamine release is not in the leg. It is not in the leg. It's in the brain. And so we prepare in times of strength for times of weakness, correct? Right now, I'm in a time of strength. I'm not depressed. It's been going good for a couple of months now, full on over a month, going on two months, no depression, and um, feeling actually a little bit better each day. And last night, bad restless legs flare up. I know what happened. I ate sugar. But today, my main focus is mental health and mental health related to restless legs. And so the other component, second half of the show, the other component is the dopamine agonist medications and or any other medications that affect the brain. So dopamine agonist medications are designed to stimulate the body's own production of dopamine and at the same time infuse artificial dopamine into the system to boost up the dopamine level. Now, people with restless leg syndrome, it can be caused by many things or it can just be there. I had my restless leg syndrome since I was very young and I have really, because I didn't know about it, some of the things I've done, as in use drugs and things like that, were actually very detrimental in making the restless legs probably come on faster and worse, but I really don't have a way to judge that. What I can say is that how do I say this? Okay, things that deal with dopamine. Okay, if you're using stimulants, amphetamines, things related to cocaine, things like that, they are causing the brain to produce extra dopamine receptors to deal with the dopamine rushes that occur when you do cocaine or meth or speed or a stimulant or even caffeine. That good feeling that you get from it is because that caffeine, that sugar, that drug, that stimulant, any stimulant, it doesn't matter what it is. How it works is it tells the brain, rush dopamine into the blood, flush it. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. And so it's just like pulling the handle on your toilet tank. If, if that toilet tank is filled with dopamine and you flush it, it just rushes into that bowl and flushes everything down. Okay? That is what happens in the brain when you do a stimulant. And I'm talking any stimulant. And to counteract that, the brain then branches the dopamine receptors into many branches. They look like antlers on a, on a moose. 
And the more that those dopamine dumps go into the blood, the more the receptors grow and multiply in order to suck it up. Okay. And so if you get to the end of a long period, say 30 years, what's going to happen is you've got extra dopamine receptors craving to suck up dopamine and you have burned out dopamine makers that are not functioning properly. So as soon as you make that little bit of dopamine that you can possibly make, it's immediately sucked up by hyperactive dopamine receptors. And the result is a detrimental lack of dopamine in the system. Okay? That is basically, in a nutshell, not I'm not a scientist or a doctor. This is basically how restless leg syndrome works is also partial and part of, but not completely, the mechanism of basically speed addiction. Because those dopamine receptors, they just keep craving and craving. And with dopamine agonist medication, this is why when if you're using stimulants and you go on a dopamine agonist medication, uh, I sure wish I'd read that label ahead of time. But anyways, um, they react in the body the same way. So the, if you use a stimulant, it flushes dopamine into your body. If you use a dopamine agonist drug, unlike with a stimulant, you don't get high from it because it's a replacement type of dopamine. And it is also to stimulate your own body to make dopamine. So it's really by the time that you're on a dopamine agonist, you're so deficient that you're just trying to pump dopamine into your body any way you can. And what eventually happens is those dopamine makers, they just stop functioning. And you will be, like myself, a very uncomfortable person. And there's really only one way out and the way out is i hate to say it i mean i don't hate to say it but i hate to say it you have to be uncomfortable let your brain heal and after a length of time a couple of years maybe longer maybe shorter you will have an idea of what is the actual damage that is done and then how can I work with that from to make my life more stable? And that's pretty much like where where I am today is, uh, you know, I have this issue with the dopamine thing and I have very uncomfortable nights. And what I want to impart onto people is first of all that restless legs is a mental health issue as much as a physical issue. And if it is treated how I treat my particular case so that I don't go mad and go flying off the handle and insane is I recognize that it is a dopamine-related mental health problem. And I do not, I, I know I'm going to have, you know, wild mood swings and sometimes I have anger management things I fly off the handle rapidly and I have to be aware that I have 
dopamine issues and I have to treat myself accordingly. I have to keep my home safe. I have to recognize when I start getting in inflamed sort of mood. I have to recognize it and I have to be able to, you know, nip it in the bud. And how do you do that? It's really hard. Okay. But the most important thing is to try always to see a positive side in any, it doesn't matter what it is, to try to see some flake, one molecule of positivity somewhere in the thing and or to at least try to not be like this morning when I woke up with restless legs was I disappointed yes I was frustrated yes I wanted to be in bed longer but you know what I decided to do I said if I lay in bed uncomfortable I'm just going to be uncomfortable in bed I'll be less uncomfortable get this I'll be less uncomfortable even though I'm tired if I take myself out of bed, move around. Nobody says I have to go on a marathon. Nobody says I have to use all full-on brain power today. Because of the fact I didn't get my sleep the way I want it, I recognize, this is a very key thing, I recognize that on the days when I have bad restless legs, I also have very poor mental health. Okay? And so I recognize that. And I realized that today is going to be potentially a weak mental health day. What's planned on my day today? I have housekeepers coming to clean my house. I'm going to go to the gym. And I have no requirement of lifting more or less. I can lift zero pounds. I can lift more pounds. It depends how I feel when I get there. And then tonight at 7 o'clock, I have a very fun and engaging acting class and I can be as sedentary as I need to be in between and I can watch my diet today make sure I don't eat a lot of sugar and caffeine last night I had chocolate and pastry both are terrible things to eat and I can be very careful I could take more magnesium I also very low on magnesium right now and I could try to do all those things that I know that work and I could try to share my experience with others that suffer and hope that it helps them. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day. All right, try not to suffer. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.